Hi, my name is Darren Joseph from HUD.tax today, and I'm talking to you from Dubai, the United Arab Emirates. We've had a, a small office here in the Emirates since summer, well, I think towards the end of 2020. So it's been just over a couple of years now. I'm recording this towards the end of 2022. Today, I want to talk to you about the corporate tax. The 9% corporate tax has been introduced into certain entities that operate in the United Arab Emirates. It's been getting a lot of attention, obviously. It's been discussed and rehashed in so many different forums. So I don't want to repeat what's already been said. I want to try and add value in a different way. And here's how, what I propose to do. I just want to call out three things that may have been missing from the debate thus far. Okay. And again, rather than listening to secondhand info, I encourage you to go to the Ministry of Finance's website. This is mof.gov.ae. So have a look for yourself. Just do a, a quick search for corporate tax, and there's a lot of information there. There are a lot of FAQs there. So anyway, the first thing I want to talk about is the definition of a resident person. So this this is quite interesting, right? So it says that companies that are incorporated or otherwise formed or recognized under the laws of the UAE will be automatically considered a resident person for corporate tax purposes. So this covers, and it goes on to say this covers both the mainland companies and the applicable free zone entities as well, right? So everyone incorporated in, in the UAE. So, okay, we kind of knew that, okay? But I, I just, I'm seeing that as a precursor, as I go on to say that foreign companies as well may be considered resident persons for corporate tax purposes once there's effective management and control taking place from within the UAE. That one, I haven't heard anyone, at least I haven't heard anyone talking about. What does that mean? It means that you can incorporate a company, let's say in the BVI, the Caymans, the Seychelles, Mauritius, Cook Islands, whatever. If it is that you in turn arrive and you spend time here in, in the UAE, and let's say you, you're here, you're spending most of your year here, spending time here, and you are running that company from within the UAE, even though it's not incorporated here, management and control is being exercised here. And that's something to pay attention to. So you could go on to say that like, like if one of those companies that you are exercising effective management and control, they have clients in the UAE and you are here, then that foreign company, you see where I'm going with that. So this is something that you want to take up with your preferred tax advisors. Have a look at it. Speak to your advisors, see whether they can shed any light on your particular situation and whether you may have some sort of exposure from there. And I just want to finish this first point by saying that also natural persons, they go on to say that natural persons may be subject to the corporate, this, this new corporate tax as resident persons on income that may be derived from here, assuming that that natural person resides in the Emirates. So have a look at it. Have a look at the definition of a resident person and speak with, together with your tax, your preferred tax advisors and see whether it applies to you. That's number one. The second thing that I want to call out that there is that there are you know economic substance was introduced to the uae in response to well the uae has had a rocky road let's 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 put it that way it was on the blacklist for a while it's on the gray list right now if, if i'm understanding it correctly it, it has had a reputation whether it's deserved or not this that's not what i want to discuss here but you can feel free to comment below of course whether it's deserved or not it has a reputation for not exactly being uh one of the most one of the more disciplined and rigorous uh financial centers i'll just leave it like that so part of the basis for it coming off of the blacklist some years ago and i'm not picking on them alone it's, it's applied to a number of other jurisdictions say so the pvi went through the cayman islands lab one in malaysia so it, a lot of uh, jurisdictions that were considered so-called tax havens had to uh draft and enact 
economic substance rules. So just bear in mind that economic substance rules may, uh, apply to these free zone companies in order for them to be a qualifying free zone company, i.e. those that benefit from the existing 0% regime, which has been guaranteed to continue for a period of time. So in order for a qualifying free zone person to, the, in order to be considered a qualifying free zone person, I'm not reading, I'm skimming down, so I'm reading exactly from, from the Ministry of Finance's website. In order for a qualifying free zone person, in order to be considered a qualifying free zone person, the free zone person must maintain adequate substance in the UAE. I know a lot of people travel, that's the nature of life in, in the Gulf, that's the nature of life in, in Dubai, especially during the summer months where it becomes quite hard a lot of people leave that's not unusual but some people have it as part of uh you know a portfolio of jurisdictions in which they have residents they spend a few months in in dubai they spend a few months in another place a few months in another place and they move around uh, and so on in order for your free zone company to continue to be a qualifying free zone company that you must have adequate economic substance in the uae so again the definition of economic substance the definition of substance in general economic substance in particular it is it can be nuanced, and especially when it applies to qualifying activities under the, the relevant legislation. So again, have a conversation with your preferred tax team. Do my activities fall under what is described as a you know qualifying activity? Do I, to what extent am I subject to these economic substance rules? How can I maintain economic substance if it applies to me? So again, before it was something maybe people didn't pay too much attention to, but now, you know, there's this threat looming over of free zone companies being disqualified from that 0% tax regime that has existed up to now and suddenly being thrown into the 9% bucket. So pay attention, speak to your tax advisors, have a conversation with them about economic substance. Thirdly, transfer pricing. Again, perhaps it wasn't something that got a lot of attention because zero tax applied to domestic as well as free zone companies. But now that there is uh, a delta, there's a difference, disparity between onshore and offshore, free zone and, do and, and domestic, transfer pricing is going to be, is going to get some special focus and special attention deservedly. So what is transfer pricing? People may be wondering. Well, transfer pricing describes into, it's, it's the, it's a discipline. It's kind of like it crosses over between accounting and economics. And it seeks to quantify and qualify and govern, create policies that govern transactions between related companies and especially related companies that exist in different tax regimes where there's a disparity in the taxes paid. Obviously, there's, there's a natural incentive for any, any one who's managing companies to try and shift profits from a high, from a low tax jurisdiction into a low tax jurisdiction from a high tax jurisdiction. And they may do so by, perhaps not treating certain related party transactions, share costs, uh, services provided from one to another, tangible goods, intangible goods, intellectual property, uh, and, and loans into company loans. Those are part of some of the strategies used by, uh, you know, some practitioners to shift profits around. But obviously that, that applies to, to years ago. Now that most jurisdictions uh, the tax office is fully aware of that practice. And of course, at the OECD level, we've had the BEPS initiative, et cetera, et cetera. Don't need to get into that. The point is transfer pricing is becoming very important. If it is that you have related party transactions, you may want to consider, again, speak with your preferred tax uh, practitioner 
see whether certain thresholds, there are certain thresholds, there's certain safe harbor rules that may or may not apply. See if it does apply to your specific situation and make sure that you have adequate transfer pricing documentation, your policy and documentation in place to refute any allegations or assertions that you may be engaged in profit shifting from, uh, in, in this case, potentially from onshore to offshore from a domestic 9% company to a free zone company. So just to quickly recap, a lot has been said about that this 9% corporate tax. I want you to sit with your practitioner, whoever your preferred practitioners are, look at the definition of a, uh, a resident person for tax purposes. Does this definition impact you? Economic substance. What is it? Does it impact your operations? Are you compliant? Or are you at risk of losing that qualified status as a free zone company and being thrown into the domestic, this new bucket that's been created? And then last but not least, the third thing I want to call out transfer pricing. If it is that you do trigger whatever the transfer pricing uh, thresholds may or may not be, or whether you have certain related party transactions that should have some sort of governance over them, make sure you have the right documentation in place. Hope that helps. We have over 2,000 articles on our website, hg.tax, and over 1,000 videos on our, our YouTube and podcast channel. So have a look. Feel free to reach out to us via our website, hg.tax, if you want to get a consult. We're here and we are happy to help. hg.tax. See you next time. Bye bye. So if you're a six, seven, or eight figure investor, entrepreneur, or business owner who needs a tailor made solution from a qualified team of professionals, we can help you achieve the international lifestyle the freedom, and even the tax savings you're looking for. Visit us at htj.tax and live that international life.